Whoa. Is it? But, but is, is it? it? You know? Have you tried it the right way? Yeah, I have. <laughs> and I'm just saying there are other ways and venues to do that. Yeah, well, like and a Best I Western would... is not the best way to try that. But if you've got a roomy First you know, shower of all, situation. How dare you? I have a very roomy shower and I've never stayed at a Best Western. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode number 492 of the podcast. I'm your host, Knox McCoy. And I'm your other host, Jamie Golden. The podcast is a show dedicated to delightful idiocy and we're committed to educating you on things that entertain do not matter. To find out more about these romantical pursuits, check us out at knoxandjamie.com. You can also find us on Instagram and Facebook at the podcast and we're on Twitter at podcastpod. Thanks for joining us this week as we are going to be doing a romantic cliches snake draft. But before we do that, you guys... Our friends and best friends of the show get a very special bonus episode every month called Cinema Side Piece. And now that's where Knox and I deep dive a film from the past. We share our own commentary on who won the movie, who lost it, who should be recast, best scene, best quote, fun facts about the behind the scenes, and much, much more. This Friday, February 17th, we drop our latest Cinema Side Piece on 2010's romantic blockbuster, Valentine's Day. If you sign up to be a friend of the show for only $3.00, you get that episode plus the last two cinema side pieces on my Big Fat Creek Wedding and Wedding Crashers. I'm sensing a theme. If you sign up to be a BFI, it's a best friend of the show. For just $4 more, you get weekly The More You Know episodes, our monthly AUA, our exclusive two series, What Should I Watch Next, and Pilot Program Plus first dibs on all our special events, including maybe an in-person event celebrating our upcoming 500th episode. Details coming soon. So visit the link in the show notes or head to knoxandjamie.com slash Patreon and sign up today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. All right, Jamie, we are going to snake draft romantic cliches uh, in this episode. I'm so excited, not just because of the topic, but because of our guests here um, that we have. Obviously, there's a Valentine's Day uh, this is the month of love. Uh, it's in the air, et cetera, et cetera. But do, would you mind to introduce to the listeners our two uh, uh, guest contestants here? Of course. So first up, we have Kelly Stamps. Now, Kelly is a well-known and beloved content creator from Northwest Arkansas. She's married to Scott. She has three adorable children. My favorite is Will Holden. There are three reasons why Kelly is with us today, because she is uniquely qualified to talk about romance. Here are the three reasons why. One, she's a longtime podcast listener. We love that. Second, so she knows how chaotic it can be here. She's prepared. She's nervous, but she's prepared. Second, her day job is at Hallmark Cards. What better way to share romance than giving someone a greeting card that a stranger has written affection in? That is fantastic. And then third, and probably the most important reason, she runs the most adorable meet cute Instagram account where singles can meet other singles. And um, it's uh, Kelly's Corner Singles. We'll include all the links to Kelly's, her account, and then her Corner Single account. But listen, as a result of this grassroots social media matchmaking, 59 couples have found their forever love, or at least until they really get sick of them. 59 (laughs) couples have gotten married. Like that is 
insane. So we're so excited to have you, Kelly. And then Erin Moon, of course, is with us. Hello. Now, she has written the bios for three people on dating apps, and all three of those people have found a happily ever after. So far. So far. So far. That was, so, honestly, Jamie, you saved it because I, th- I was worried. I was like, man, we should have gone Aaron first because I was worried Aaron was going to get the Ann Peggy treatment, you know, <laughs> after the Kelly intro, but you right. saved it. Good fair, job by I you. Think I no, am she's three for three in dating situation. Erin has matched people up. I've tried to, te- I want to team up with her. I know. And it's why, it's why I don't have her write a bio for me because I'm concerned that it might work. And That's right. Sure. She doesn't want that. I don't want anyone in my house. So Kelly, we're so excited to have you here. Thank you. I'm so excited and so nervous. Why are you nervous? Just tell us real quick. What's, I, I is it know. because I'm of us? Is it? It might be because when she got onto the call, y'all were talking about scrotums. Erin, how dare you? How dare you reveal our recording process? Yeah, how many times no. do you think? How many times do you think Kelly's going to share this this uh, this episode with her audience? Maybe once at midnight, and it's only up for close friends only. Yeah. Every time we say scrotum, the expectancy of of sharing is just going down. She'll wake up in like the 2%. middle of the night and share it at 2 a.m. and then remove it two hours later and be like, what? I shared, I shared it. it. I shared it. It's very possible. It's very possible. No, I'm excited to be We're so you. excited to have you. Yeah. We're, we're so grateful and thankful that you would join us on such a stupid thing. Um, we will go ahead and draft for position here. Um, and Kelly, since you're our, our uh, guest here, I'm going to give you the option. I'm going to give you four shapes. You pick one of the shape and it, it will correlate to draft position. Uh, you can go square, triangle. Triangle, circle, or star? Which one would you like? Ooh. I'm going to go star. Star means you have the last pick. You're okay. picking fourth. Okay, so fourth okay. and fifth picks. Okay. That's a good spot. Uh, Jamie, what out spot. of um, square, triangle, circle, what do you want? Triangle for the, the Trinity. Okay, you get the second pick. Oh, um, oh uh, God. Aaron, circle, circle or square? Circle for eternity. <laughs> circle for eternity. You have the first pick, Aaron. You have the first pick. And I have the third pick. I'm so excited. <laughs> I have the third pick. Okay, so okay. Uh, Aaron, would you like to kick us off with your first pick in the snake draft? Yes, I would. My favorite romantic cliche, and this is like something that you see in a lot of romantic comedies, and something that I personally think I utilized in my own life when Uh-oh. snagging my husband, is a ugly girl to hot girl makeover. I love the makeover scenes so much. They're so good. I want Lainey Boggs. I want Mia Thermopolis, Miss Congeniality. I'll even take a crazy, stupid love makeover. They are the absolute pinnacle of cinema. So how did you use this in your own romance? I started wearing cuter shoes. Wow. So that was the extent of your makeover was just a different pair of sneakers. Yeah. Can you take us, can you give us a before and after please, Aaron? Like what were were the ugly shoes? Where are the uggos? I wore a lot of Skechers. I'm going to be honest. Like a lot of- Freaking girl over here. Am I right? This was like when, do you remember, Nox, you probably don't remember this, but Kelly and Jamie, I know do. There was like a time when Skechers and Candy's shoes had like these like kind of- like sexy advertisings. It was like, but it was like Jessica Simpson on the toilet or something. Oh, Do you yes. remember oh, yeah. that? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And so, mm-hmm. so I you was, wore them five years after that. Yes, yeah. exactly. And then, um, <laughs> but uh, I, start, you saw, I just, you saw Jessica Simpson taking a taking a deuce, and you're like, I want that. I, yeah. I need that. That's she gonna go found next level love. Why can't I find love with the Skechers? But anyway, so um, but that's my favorite. That's my real favorite romantic. That's actually cliche. really good. And normally, I wouldn't want us to uh, comment on people's bodies and be like, you need a tr- makeover but i will say most people i've ever met could use a trip to the brow bar like oh, yeah. just a quick like you just need a little sh- 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 a little daytime moisturizer has never hurt anybody everybody yes. everybody can look at steve carell look how much better he- like look how hot <sighs> he is now so hot he should be in a makeover film for an old man who found love i know that like you know, I think like he was. The, I think that was crazy, stupid love. The right? Swan, yeah. and like I know those are bad shows. Like I know that. I know. Is it's that bad. the last time you watched a show? Was <laughs> the Swan? <laughs> but I just really love a makeover. I love a before and after. I'm they sorry. It's they the most good. cancelable thing about me, probably. No, it's that's a perfect choice. Um, man. I, uh, Note to single girls: get new shoes. Get toy get, on yeah. the toilet nice, shoes. Nice. Get those. <laughs> And note for the audio, um, the reality TV show that Aaron referenced as a topical reality TV show went off the air in 2004. Um, so, <laughs> Which, what year did you get married? Uh, 2006. Exactly. She was like, well, that's the last I need to watch of that. I got it, it my man. It was a slow burn. It was a slow burn. Um, okay, Jamie, you are up. Okay. 
It's, of course, my favorite romantic cliche is a mad dash at the airport. Listen mm. to me. I know it's gotten complicated because of terrorism, but hear me out. Southwest is cheap. It's probably now the cheapest it's ever been. <laughs> and, am I not worth a $99 one way to Orlando? Even though you're not going to Orlando. I am. Valentine's Day. Love Actually. How Stella got her groove back. Some of the best moments are in that airport where it's like, I'm willing to take off my shoes unnecessarily for you because I want to meet you at this gate, right? I just think that's such a romantic, I'm going to keep you from going on this trip on your relics ravioli. (laughs) I don't want you to leave until I've given you a hot makeout kiss and sea terminal. You know what I mean? Like next to the Applebee's? Yes, next to the Applebee's. Kelly, as a a romance professional, do you suggest people (laughs) trying to cultivate romance in like public transportation? Well, I like the gesture. Sure. Okay, so pick, if you were only going to pick one transportation where people should uh, get down, which would you pick? Like a little schmoochy schmooch. Like an Uber? (laughs) Like an (laughs) Uber. The back of an Uber? I thought she was going to say Subway. And she went Uber. Like at, I, like, I almost said Subway. It was on the tip I of like it that she's like, no, I want this driver that I've paid to be here to be uncomfortable while I'm making out with Scott. That's you know super what? awkward. That's super exposure. awkward. Why did I say Uber? No, that's actually genius. Because the heart, the heart wants what the heart wants. See, I was thinking Greyhound. They play really great music in the Uber. Yeah. Jamie, can I yes and this for my Please. draft pick? Because mine's yes. kind of similar. And I, I'm going to draft people confessing love in public transportation depots because like okay. I love the trope of it but I and, and I understand why it's there because you need the urgency of the departing vehicle um, to be like I, I'm leaving like you have to tell me you love me or whatever but um, I like in real life I would hate this because when I go to airports I'm just there to like I'm there four hours early and I'm not there to like see you do a sonnet about love or like <laughs> watch you mismanage your emotions to the point that you have to go to public transportation to deal with that. But it did make me like branching off your question, Jamie, uh, the best, worst transportation depots to confess love in. Um, For me, the worst, I think like the worst to confess your love to someone, I think that would be like at a school bus, like in front of a bunch of children, you know, like a, like a school bus line pickup or something like like an adult as on a school bus. Oh, uh, that's a, a different, that's a different story. Go I on. mean, if you are on a school bus, that's a whole other situation. It's probably illegal, Aaron. But, but I, so I agree with you. Yes, I like that Aaron went straight to pedophile. No, like, I don't. Yeah. Think, no, I mean, two consenting adults on a school bus talking to each other with like, kids in the background. I don't like consent on a bus. Hey, Jason, <sighs> let's do this. Every time you hear something that's going to make Kelly less likely to share this, maybe just do like a light bell, just like a thing, <laughs> and we'll count them up. We'll count them up and see where we're at. The at whole the end. episode. The whole episode might be. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, you know, I also had like any monorail uh, boat bus at Disney World because I don't know if people are familiar with transportation at Disney World, but it is. It's Mad Max. What about the people mover? What about the people mover? The Segway people mover? That's my favorite ride. It's too packed. Actually, it's, 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 just, too it's packed. just too crowded. And people are so rude. One time I legit saw – I saw a guy cut off an old woman with a walker. Uh, for the last seat in a monorail. And she was like, how could you do that? And uh, as the doors closed, he was like, what are you going to do, call Mickey? Like, that's what he said to her. <laughs> so it's like, you don't want to do romance in front of these people. These are not the right vicious. people for that. Yeah. It's also too hot and humid. It's yeah, it's way too, too yeah. hot and humid. Um, okay, so Kelly, as per the bylaws of the snake draft, you have the fourth pick yes. and you also have the fifth pick. So you got two, <gasps> two in a row. Okay, my first one I'm going to go with is being serenaded. Oh. <gasps> I, I love a guy who can sing. I don't want you to sit in a room and sing because I don't know what to do with my eyes. It's awkward. Yeah. I just feel like that's super uncomfortable. See, and people think that's very romantic. Maybe, maybe y'all do, but I don't want anyone. I love my husband. He doesn't sing, but if he sat, we've been married 20 years. If he pulled out a guitar and started singing me to the guitar I, in the living room, I would die laughing or just get up and leave. So, I mean, that's so, so awkward. So if they're playing the guitar, would you look at their hands or would you look at their eyes or would you look at the clock? Yeah, I don't, I don't, that's the problem. I don't know where yeah. my eyes need to go. I don't know what to do. Do we make, do we make eye contact? No, I feel like no you can't do that. That's like, that's the most intimate thing that's ever happened. When okay, I have doing, a question. Music. Yeah. Yeah. I have a question about a preference here. So I have a friend who was pulled up at a Michael Blue Blay concert and he sang to her mm. with her body between his legs Ooh. what do you think oh like the concert goer oh, was between the boob legs yes he, he like was sitting on the edge of the stage and he pulled her up and he like sang to her and while she was like eye level with his little boob <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> to be no to be clear we don't know what the boob is like it, it could be the little boob it could be the a big boob we don't know married, so i don't know why he's putting anybody well, I, between I don't it. think it was like i don't i think it was like a fun thing maybe 
I don't know. What about in a wedding? Kelly, have you ever been to a wedding? Oh. If, if these 59 people, yes. these 59 people have married, or the many times you've been yes. to a friend's wedding. Have you ever seen the bride or groom sing to one another? Yes, that's like the oh. worst possible situation. <laughs> She's taking a stand. So if Kelly was at your wedding mm-hmm. and you sang, she hated it. She hated every minute of it. But you know what? I just It just makes everyone uncomfortable. Everyone. everyone. It does. People who sing at a wedding, they don't care. They don't need your feedback. They're doing it. This is like the whole reason for being. <laughs> They're going to sing at their wedding because it's their. It's like their purge day. Sing on your honeymoon. Yeah. I don't in the privacy of your home. <laughs> I think that's great. We, we call that's that the Mary choice. J. Blige rule because when she did that to Hillary Clinton, it was like Hillary Clinton – that was like the most offensive That's thing That's why Hillary that ever Clinton happened. lost. Because Probably. she lost all her momentum when Mary J. Blige <laughs> sang to her. Yeah. Jamie, do you remember when people sang to us uh, in the VIP line at, uh, oh, was yes. it Seattle? Yeah. Yes. That was. Yes. No, yeah. it was sweet when they did it. That was but you different. Know, see, you know why the, the caveat is? If you write the song, um, it's, it's not great, but it's still allowable. But if you're just doing like an old John Mayer song. Like you can't do that. Come on. Yeah, like, come on. yeah. If we have a live show, can someone come up to us and sing "Your Body Is a Wonderland"? To not. If, if you do that, that would be great. If you do that, I will assault emotionally, not physically. Fine, fine. It will not be good. Okay, okay Kelly, you have another choice. pick. Yes. My next pick, and this is in the movie "The Notebook," is "Kissing in the Rain." Oh, this is one of my choices. I love this. No, you hate it. Do you, do you love it? I Listen, don't. Who Who wants to kiss in the rain? I don't want to get soaking wet and have mascara running down my face. You don't want to get. Oh, jeez. Jamie. Not really. Big bell, Jason. Sorry. Big bell. bell. <laughs> ding, 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 Jason, ding, ding, so ding, censor ding, ding, and then come back to a bell. Kelly's yeah. providing her own bell now. <laughs> is, is, it the, is it the prospect of hypothermia that turns you off on the making out in the rain? I just don't I, don't, I don't want my hair like dripping down and my makeup dripping. I don't know. None of that sounds fun. I don't like rain, so I don't want to kiss. You anybody. like rain? Let's go inside. You're, you like, don't like rain? How do you not like rain? That's crazy. <laughs> Listen, okay, so in the rain, okay, so like I would, I've highlighted some movies where I did enjoy it. Like I like it in the Upside Down Spider-Man where okay. they kiss in the rain. And then also Sweet Home Alabama. How are they going to get that glass if it oh, doesn't rain? That's true. Yeah, you that's know? his whole business model is rain and lightning, Kelly. So you just basically disparage his whole like. I will say it's money. very romantic to watch in a movie. I don't. So if those friends that sang at their wedding, if instead they had brought in a water machine and they had kissed their final kiss in the rain, you'd have been down with that. I would think it was just for Jamie. <laughs> I don't have to do it. You kind of veered that into a wet t shirt contest. Uh, so that, which I'm guessing that. is another no. That's another no. Don't do that. Um, okay, this is. I feel like y'all all really like that. Uh, kissing in the rain. Aaron, are you kissing the rain? Absolutely not. No, it's, like, it's like showering together. Completely over. Thank you, Aaron. Oh, wow. Is it? But, but is, is it? it? You know? Have you tried it the right way? Yeah, I have. And I'm just saying, there are other ways and venues to do that. Yeah, well, like and a Best would... Western is not the best way to try that. But if you've got a roomy First you know, shower of all, situation. how dare you? I have a very roomy shower, and I've never <laughs> stayed at a Best Western. I'm sorry, Erin. I think I was building a profile of your sexy sketchers, uh, and I just assumed. <laughs> and that's my fault. To be you know fair, what that does. That but okay, you've sense. not stayed at a Best Western, but you have stayed at a Red Roof Inn. No. 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 Oh, I didn't know you had those standards. This I'm is very amazing. fancy. Oh, that's true. That's yeah. fair. Booth, it's okay. the dawn of, of She's Boothier. like Hampton only with a waffle shape like Texas. That's my favorite. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, man, I'm so I'm back up. I'm going to go. Got a lot of options still on the board. I'm going to do uh, stalkers, uh, people who are in reality stalkers, but they're just presented as super romantic people. Like you don't get mm, it how romantic they are. Oh, what's and an example of that? Like so, where have uh, we seen that? Yeah. If you've seen Passengers, the movie where Chris Pratt <laughs> and Jeff Lawrence <laughs> are on a spaceship and it's like transgalactic flight and they're gonna be asleep for like 50 years and Chris Pratt accidentally wakes up and then like he hangs out with the robot uh, bartender and he gets sad. So he accidentally wakes up Jennifer Lawrence and they fall in love. Um, that's that's not great. I would be mad about that, you know, if, if that yeah. was me being woken up. Uh, say anything. John Cusack keeps hounding his ex-girlfriend to be with him and he shows up with a boombox boom box and plays in your eyes outside her window late at night. But like if Peter someone Gabriel. does that to one of my daughters, there's going to be an altercation. I'm not going to no. see for that. No, you can't do like I an Alexa. I love a boombox moment. What about uh, while you were sleeping? Was she stalking him and while you were sleeping? Is that why she was at the hospital? I mean, stalking, uh, it kind of implies a passive uh, uh, situation. I think she was full. She was catfishing. Right, I think it was more. Stalking is passive. Is that the way you do it? Uh, I'm more active in my stalking. I think stalking is aggressive. Well, uh, yes, yes. Thank you guys for putting me on my heels. Um, But it's it's more of a (laughs) it's more of a passive aggression. (laughs) 
Catfish <laughs> is more of an act of aggression, I would say. Oh, that's you know, true. That's, that's, that's fair. That's that. fair. Do you, think, also, do you think Edward Cullen falls into that category? Thank you, Aaron. That was my last one. Oh, that was okay. my last. Yes. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. Um, I was being attacked. My character was being attacked. So thank you for rescuing me. Um, <laughs> the nice. Twilight's when uh, a post mortal goes to high school and scouts out the female talent to stalk, and everyone's cool with this. Like, like homeschooling had not been invented yet, and he could just like go to school or whatever at home. It was. Uh, I actually looked that up. I was like, why didn't Edward Cullen be homeschooled? And they were like, well, they needed it for the community aspect. And I was like, I don't know about that. And then I got distracted because there's another like related question. And it, uh, here, I'm just going to read it, the, the direct quote. If vampires don't have no body fluids, how does Edward get Bella pregnant? <laughs> so is I did have to can- read that. Is that canon that, that, that he, don't have body fluid? They have well, body fluid. How does he kiss without I mean, little spot? We're going to go real in the weeds of this question because <laughs> there are several responses. And a lot of people are just disparaging. Like, hey, this is about like a immortal vampire who falls in love with uh, Kristen Stewart. So it's already unrealistic. And then some people were like, no, their Stuart venom can convert to maybe. sperm if they need to. And I was like, ooh, I probably need to hit eject at this point. Is that a bell? I felt like, did I hear a bell? Yes, I did. Yep, there's a bell. There's a bell. Uh, Jamie, back to you. Okay, I know that this is a classic Bachelor Nation move. It's a go-to. I appreciate it. I love it. It's my next pick, the jump and straddle. God, Mm. here's me. Listen, I have a big head and a muffin top. But I get the job done, and I am worthy of you lifting me up into the air and making me feel tiny and frail. I love that. I'm a and look, I am a Pinterest lady boss. I am a Destiny's Child independent woman, mm. but I also want to be held like a toddler. <laughs> <laughs> so you, I'm sorry, are, am I hearing you are an advocate of the jump and straddle? Is love that, the jump and straddle. You love, love the jump and straddle. Love okay. it. Kelly, can I ask you a question? I'm going to ask you to evaluate <laughs> mm-hmm. two people on this call with us. Um, who do you think has a better vertical, Jamie or Aaron, in regards to a jump and straddle situation? Yes. God, I love that you asked her this. <laughs> now, just to, like as you're thinking, oh, remember, there's like no wrong, no wrong, wrong answers. But Aaron, you know there is one wrong answer. Has bad ankles. Um, uh-huh. Jamie uh-huh. does it run? I, I kind of want to – I want to do a contest and I want to measure verticals, like just standing verticals here. We could do that at our next staff retreat. Yeah. Okay. I think that's important. So, standing Kelly, verticals. I do need you to commit. I do need you to commit to, to one of these one of these jumpers. I, I think Jamie's more committed to it. So I feel like she can get – I, oh. I think you're actually higher. right because my ankles are too weak. That's right. And listen, when Aaron jumps and Ben fails to catch her because he's working on F1 stuff, sure. then uh, <laughs> she will have broken both of her ankles. Jamie, you don't work on F1 stuff. Mm-hmm. That's just like a vibe. You just enjoy the F1 stuff. You, know, <laughs> you don't work on it. Not <laughs> the F1ers. And don't honestly, the Kelly, work I, on it? You don't realize this, but you just unleashed hell. Aaron is going to get those shoes with like the the different uh, fronts, (laughs) and she's going to work tirelessly to build up her vertical. Am I wrong, Aaron? Please report back. back. She's already in her fit flops, making it happen. In ten days, Aaron will be dunking on a regulation sized goal. (laughs) I will have surpassed LeBron James' record. (laughs) I'm I'm just giving Jamie points for enthusiasm. (gasps) Thank you. Enthusiasm would lift her up. You're the best. Thank you so much. That's good. This episode is brought to you by our amazing sponsor, Olive and June. As a longtime user of Olive and June and as the chairman and co-founder of the We Don't Wear Open Toe Shoes If Our Feet Are Not Presentable Club, I don't think we talk enough about their petty system. Listen to me. Now, the weather is getting warmer. I know you're going to be tempted to go out without just like even acknowledging your winter feet. Maybe need to just have a little buff. You know what I mean? And I'm going to need you to stop right now and order a petty system immediately. Like their Manny system, Olive and Jean's petty system comes with everything you need to get those feet ready and presentable without the hassle of going to a salon, including the Posey, which is this brilliant footstool that opens up and you can use it to store everything in. It also comes with a smoothing foot file and hydrating foot serum, which are both mandatory if you ever plan to be around me with your toes on display. I just love how generous they are. And they just sent us the quick dry spring collection and the Kalazog. Gorgina. They truly have the best shades, whether you like bright colors, pastels, or neutrals. The Kitten Quick Dry is my go-to neutral shade, but if I'm in the mood for something fun, I've been reaching for Flamingo, which is this bright coral pink shade that is just perfect for spring. Just like their regular polishes, the Quick Dry are super long-lasting, and the best part is they dry in just about a minute. I'm as obsessed with the Quick Dry for doing my pedicures as I am with the tab press-ons for my manis because they are so quick and easy and give the best results every single time. Visit oliveandjune.com slash podcast for 20% off your first system. That's O-L-I-V-E-A-N-D-J-U-N-E.com slash P-O-P-C-A-S-T for 20% off your first system. So the weather's getting warmer and I'm so excited to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello 
to dresses and tees. I'm so glad that I found Quince because not only can I update my wardrobe for the long haul, but I can do it without spending a fortune. Even penthouse Jamie, she's trying to save her cash dollars in this economy. But y'all know how I value quality and I want to find timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Now, Quince has just restocked their $40 linen wide leg pant, which I am super bummed to try. They have such a nice drape to them and they're 100% linen, which means they'll be super breathable and I'll feel like I'm wearing no pants at all, which is my preference. I'm also loving the look of the organic cotton gauze roll sleeve shirt, which is also $40. Guys, true story. Like, they have great pieces. I am obsessed with the cardigan I have and the sunglasses I have. The Leon sunglasses are dope. Their prices truly cannot be beat. All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands because they partner directly with top factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics. They cut out the cost of the middleman and pass that savings on to us. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pop for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash pop to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash pop. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big, small ones, whether it's the stress that comes with planning a big event, having to redo the electrical in your entire house unexpectedly, or simply having to go on a picnic lunch when you'd rather be home pantless watching your favorite show. Stress is truly a universal experience that if left unchecked can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space where you can get things off your chest and work through anything that's weighing you down, big or small. I've truly noticed such a difference in my stress level since I started therapy years ago, making it a priority and a consistent part of my routine has allowed me to relieve my stress stress in a very safe environment instead of bottling it all. As someone who has a hard time sitting in my feelings, it's given me the habit of reflection so I can identify and deal with stressors early on before they overwhelm me. BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, and entirely online, making it easy to stay consistent. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash popcastpod today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash popcastpod. This episode is brought to you by Pear Eyewear. I just love a reason to celebrate a niche pop culture themed holiday, don't you? Whether it's April 25th, known as the perfect date, when all you need is a light jacket. If you know, you know, or better yet, May the 4th. I'll gladly go all in. I was trying to think of a fun way to decorate R2 Dusty in honor of this most holy day of the year. And then I found out that Pear Eyewear just launched a Star Wars themed collection. Now I think I might have to celebrate by getting some new top frames for me instead, because the force is just that strong in their newly launched Star Wars collection. You guys, I'm not even joking. These frames are so adorable. And when I saw that they had a Grogu gradient, I could not contain my excitement. They have 21 unique designs that are all perfectly niche in the most delightful way. Their interpretations of familiar Star Wars icons are like fun Easter eggs that you can easily snap onto your favorite glasses whenever you're in the mood for a change. I love that their frames are so affordable at just $25 and that changing them is so easy. Hearing that little snap when you change out your frames, so satisfying. From legendary battles to formidable icons, these epic designs are for true fans. And whether you side with the Rebels, the Dark Side, or the Mandalorian, Pair Eyewear has got you covered. One pair, infinite possibilities. Go to PairEyewear.com and use code POP for 15% off your first pair and support the show by mentioning that the podcast sent you in your post-checkout survey. That's P-A-I-R-Iwear.com, code POP. Um, okay, back to you, Aaron, for back-to-back. Okay, one of my favorite cliches, give me a dance scene. Now, mm. I am partial to this because on our first date, Ben did uh, rig up a blue light like we were in a weird jazz club and we danced. Okay. Um, but I, I love She's All That. Give me 13 going on 30 with the thriller dance. And like, and all the Regency movies where they're like, we got to go to the party in the country. And, oh, there's the guy. And we're going to go palm to palm. And oh. but we're going to say, you know, weird stuff. And that's to the equivalent other. to sex is our palms touching. Yeah. yeah. I love it. It's yeah. a prelude, so Jamie. Palms are a prelude to sex. <laughs> no, for the audio. Yeah. Aaron, did you notice the Jamie sharpening her claws after you said blue light? Uh, strung out so we could dance. <laughs> Just waiting to pounce on that when you were I, done. I truly didn't understand what the blue light had to do with anything. It's like a jazz club vibe. It's blue light. I thought blue light district wasn't jazz. No, it's a, you're thinking red light district. You're yeah. Red light oh, district. good. Yeah. Okay, good. You I'll are. let you laugh. I'll okay, let you have thank it. You yeah. Well, at so first, much. I thought she said like a, a, a black light. And I was like, ooh, that's a tough move. Oh, and then no. I realized what we were talking about. Yeah, no, blue so. light. Don't get your lights mixed up. No, don't, don't do get that. Okay, so my second one for this one, this is something I would like to take so that I can remove it from 
the atmosphere oh, of romance and so not an affection for this. I do not have an affection for this. Um, please stop getting into what might be scripted as a cute food fight. Oh. I hate this. Oh. I think it's disgusting. It's a mess. It is gross. You're gross. And then you're going to try to go cook something and you're like throwing flour at each other. That is a disaster. And you're going to have to clean that up. And that is not sexy. Please no. stop having food fights as like cute. But what about like whipped cream? No. no. Gross. Disgusting. No dairy products. Absolutely but not. But you look it up. No, you, no, you can't. No. You have a food fight with whipped cream. There's no like yeah. projectileness to, to whipped cream. This isn't like we're gonna eat sushi off of somebody's body. This is like oh, you're so funny. I'm gonna throw the flour at you. Yeah, I don't. No, this I is a good point that. because all the best foods are not good food fight fodder. Exactly. So you have to get a lot of gloppy, sloppy, yes. like schluppy foods, like meatloaf for our sexy Valentine's Day dinner. Now we're having a food fight. That's weird. That's just not. Yeah, realistic. and now you're gonna throw fistfuls of it is. barbecued. It is. is meatloaf a sexy dinner? Uh, entree? No. Well, if you uh, need it for a food fight, no. Kelly's yes. giving me a no. If you need it for I a food love fight, meatloaf. It's delicious. But like, I, I does that like make it? Does that make you want to go to the shower? Well, you don't want to go to the I don't shower. She doesn't. Shower. No, the Best Western shower won't allow for that. Okay. <laughs> they have standards too. The uh. toilet's in the same room as the shower. There's no door. It's weird. It's a weird vibe. It's yeah. a weird vibe. I don't need to explain that. Um, okay, Jamie, back to you. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's me. Okay, so my this is another favorite, and I would like it to happen in my real life, and I think I can make it happen with the right uh, equation and science m- matching up. So when a famous person Dang, falls in it. love with a regular person. This is my next pick. Uh, I'm so mad at you. And look, they fall in love with a regular person, me, mm-hmm. immediately mm-hmm. after meeting me. Like, look, and if you grant the godfather of all rom-coms has taught us anything, it's this. Notting Hill, Love Actually, and Music and Lyrics. All three babies he starred in, all a famous person falling in love with a regular person, right? Yeah. Now, I know that Leonardo DiCaprio is not spiritually suited for this type of meet-cute because he needs a 19-year-old model. I get that. Uh... But I do believe wholeheartedly if for some reason Pedro Pascal and I were both reaching for the caramelized onion dip at Trader Joe's, mm. that we would fall in love. Like, I feel it in my whole heart. Like... I feel, I feel like, like we you could, could woo him. I could woo Pedro, right? Uh, sure. Oh, well, I mean, fast, yeah. Pedro. Mm-hmm. I think you got no, it. no bad I ideas. Sure. Clever wit. I love yeah. It. I, thank you. I, I blame mm-hmm. Julia Roberts for this because she did this with Hugh Grant uh, in fiction, and then she did this with uh, La Leva and Danny Motor. I think her real husband, yeah. like in yeah. real life. So everyone's like, "Well, that could definitely happen." I like that you were like, "La Lovett is also a normal, regular person." <laughs> <laughs> no. He's not a uh, he's not what I would call a classic guy. You know what I mean? He's not who I imagine Julia Roberts with. Right. No, that's fair. That's he's fair. more in the vein of win a date with Tad Hamilton, which is also like a perpetuation of this idea where Kate Bosworth, who works at a grocery store in a small town, uh, uh what? Okay, whatever. Um, uh, get she gets the option to be with Josh Dumel, right? And then so then they go to L.A. and because he didn't recognize like one of her smiles or whatever, she's like, you know what? I should be a Topher Grace. Not even the manager of the grocery store, just an, another employee of the grocery store. That's the move there. Josh Dumel is too hot in Tad Hamilton to end up with. He is too hot. No, but you know what? You take that and you parlay that into something. Now she's an influencer. Now she's hot doing people don't stay together you know? forever. Like hot, the hot people are meant to roam the earth. Yeah. we can't mm-hmm. ask them to. We can't ask to fence them in. Do you think Tom yeah. Holland's hot? No, no. Oh, okay. You saw the trap I was laying and you expertly avoided it. Very nice. <laughs> right. well, well done. 10 well years, done. 10 years. Uh, he's cute. He's very yeah. cute. And sure, in certain sure, sure. lights, he's hot, but he's okay. not always hot. He's not like you turn around and you're like, George Clooney's still in his jammies, uh, getting the paper in a yeah. pixelated photo. And I'm like, still doing it mm-hmm. after all these years. You know what I mean? Yep. Still got it. Still got yeah. it. Man, I'm so mad because that was my, that's going to be my next pick. So I'm going to, I'm going to have to pivot. I'm going to go. Man, I'm going to go um, how – this kind of uh, related to one of Aaron's, but it's in, in romantic comedies how relationships develop because of a bet that's oh, placed yes. in relation to it. Yeah. But they never thought they'd get so attached, you know? <laughs> so we get this in Cruel Intentions, obviously, where Ryan Philippe, uh, however you say his last name, is going to like have sex with uh, Selma Blair, um, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days – where both Kate Hudson and Matthew McConaughey are doing it for mm-hmm. professional reasons. Uh, she's all that, obviously. And then you have 40 Days, 40 Nights, which is Get That Bell Ready, a movie about masturbation. Um, and and Bet's uh, with it. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, the watching, I wish we just had, <laughs> you could all see her face. Kelly Cam. Yeah. Um, okay, Kelly, back to you for the last pick. If you like pina coladas, <laughs> if you like walks on the beach. Mm. Walks, on, yeah. walks yeah. on the beach. You like walks on the beach? I like a good walk on the beach at night. Yes, I do. Can- 
I don't. It's not raining. But okay. Kelly, are you a beach person? Like beach over mountain? I am a beach person. Okay. So yeah. if Scott takes you on a romantic walk, it's guaranteed he's going to yes. get it. Is that what you're saying? I don't. I don't know. What I'm wow. <laughs> yes. Yes. Just like I would prefer to not comment. to say Care that to on record. Thank you That's so right. much. That's right. It would be nice if we could walk on the beach. So if you see other people having a romantic walk, do you think, oh, that's so sweet. They're having the best time. What differentiates a romantic walk from a regular walk? It's all about it's all about clothes. It's gotta be all about clothes. I don't it's all about it's all about the you know, the breeze and it's nighttime. Not not daytime walk on the beach. Nighttime. Okay, it has to be at night. It's dark. The tide is coming. It's a breeze. The tide is it's romantic. Don't (laughs) don't don't do it. No, the water. The water is coming in, Jamie. The water's coming in. Old Siggy Freud would have a lot to say about you, Kelly. I'm just gonna lay that out there, you know. Walks on is the it beach. like from here to eternity that whole because I do think there is a no. romantic thing about like making it, but the not the not sand, the sand. Yeah, you're right. You have to stay upright. You have to walk. Sand in crevices yes. is a bad thing. Just walk. When does, I have a question about form on the walking. Are you a person who uh, goes on a rule and you put your 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 footwear down and you walk, or do you carry your shoes with you? Ooh, no, you leave your shoes back on the on the dock. Yes. Get home, Aaron. Do you do the same, or do you protect your sexy Skechers? And you're like, I, I these protect, are collectors. I, I protect mine, but I don't. I don't. I'm not a beach person, really. Not a beach person. Not a no, beach person. It's too hot. I, it's too sandy. Uh-huh. I, I don't, my towel and my umbrella are always blowing away. Yeah. I got to make sure my kids don't drown. I mean, it's just a lot. It's too many people to keep from drowning. And then that's if true. they don't drown, then they find an animal that's like been discarded on the beach. And it's like, what do we do with this thing? It's like, do we throw it back? Where's its mom? I don't know. It's just a lot. I just don't love the beach. Um, do we uh, have, uh, Aaron, do you have any also rans that we didn't select, but you wanted to mention? Yeah, miscommunication as a plot device sucks. Yep. Get except in Jane Austen. I'm sorry. National historical registered landmarks in a in a romantic <sighs> comedy. I like. Can you give us one example? Yeah, Empire State Building. Uh, mm. In the oh, that one, yes. um, Mindy Project. Mindy Project has what a movie? Lot. What Apple movie Tower. was the Empire State Building in? <sighs> Which one was it? Is it in Sleepless in Seattle? I Just think. Yes. I don't know. Uh, Trevi Fountain in Roman hey, I have a question. Holiday. Can I ask a dumb question? Yeah. The Empire State Building, a New York landmark, is in Sleepless in Seattle, a movie that feels like it's set in Seattle. Is Does that true? I'm asking. Place in Seattle? I, I don't. I I'm asking. No, it is set in Seattle because she he is. Com- but he, he comes. He, but they meet in New York. They come and meet That's in New right. York. Kelly's telling it because yeah. she's again, seen it. I think Aaron I'm confusing. Not seen it, but I, I have. While seen you're it. sleeping in Sleepless in Seattle, I'm confusing those again, and I don't know who's in Sleepless in Seattle. I don't know what that's Sleepless about. Sleepless in Seattle is Meg Ryan. It's Meg Ryan. And yeah. do they, they have a bookstore? They, the they don't have a bookstore. No, that's, you've got mail. That's, that's you've See, got mail. It's just, come on. It's, this is too much. This is confusing. No, I'm disappointed in your rom-com. <laughs> Are you, though? Did you want me to know that really well? No. You know? no Are you really, proud of me for really. knowing Red Light District over Blue Light District? Probably not. You know? Yes. All right. Sorry. I interrupted you, Aaron. Um, and uh, just Ryan Gosling. As a mm. cliche, I'm into it. Yeah, I you think are. It's good. You. Are... I want him on a Ferris wheel, climbing up, give being me like, a "Let's Ferris make out." Will give me him in a bar. Give me him doing the, him the... Doing jazz on the in the Laurel Canyon. Yes, Let's do grabbing him a stone and doing the dirty dance. Give it to me. <laughs> I don't think they dirty dance. What version did you see? No, they do no, they the did. dirty dance lift. Oh, in yeah. Crazy Stupid Love. Crazy yes. Stupid Love. Yeah. Um, Jamie, do you have any also rants? I do. Obviously, Architects, The Hotness, uh, <laughs> Sleepless in Seattle, The Lake House, Just Like Heaven. I don't like science tells like they're holding, you know, a number two pencil. And obviously, science tells us that something in motion will stay in motion. Yeah. And Architects put the motion in the ocean. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And then I'm also going to do an also rant of time travel. I call this the Rachel McAdams phenomenon. Mm. She has a trend. Midnight in Paris, about time. The time traveler's wife. Oh, gosh, she really does. Every Dr. Wrong- Strange. Doctor Strange, there's yeah. a little bit of time travel. Look, did you, a relatively hot person, come here from the future to save me from pumping gas because we no longer do that in 2045? Yeah. Yes, please. Can we now have a third date? Maybe watching the first Olympics in Greece, where I realize I'm still not into sports, no matter what century it is. But they're all it's very, naked. It's very then. specific. That's oh, they're naked. Oh, well, then that's a good date. There you go. Yeah. Did you know that, Kelly, that all of the athletes in the first Olympics were naked? <laughs> yeah, dog. No, I did not know that. <laughs> Greco-Roman wrestling is all, it hits that different. That feels very uncomfortable that, to yeah. me. What what at what sport, what Olympic sport, Summer Olympics only, please. What Olympic sport is the best if people are naked? Go ahead. Mm. Luckily, uh, Kelly's out of time. Kelly has to leave us. Um, <laughs> so can we uh, uh, bid her adieu so we respect her time and her uh, other appointments that she oh has Oh, my today. gosh. Okay. Kelly, this was a delight. First of all, y'all, Kelly is an excellent follower. I have followed her 
for years. Like I read her blog. I I knew her before oh, two of her kids. Very kind. I knew Jenny. her before two of her kids were born. And then she had my favorite oh. of the children. So I'm glad I waited it out because Will Holden <laughs> is a delight. But and her, her daughters are also fantastic. But we love it. Obviously, if you're listening and you're single and you're interested in maybe meeting someone and taking advantage of Kelly's superpower, her spiritual gift, if you will, of helping singles find each other, Kelly's Corner Singles will be linked in the show notes. Um, let me ask you, what's something just as you're going, what's something you've watched recently that you've loved? Like just a green light of your own that you've like really enjoyed. Speaking of Ryan Gosling, and now I can't think of the name of the movie, but it's Lars and the have you real, girl. And the real Girl. Lars yeah. and the Real Girl? Yes. Good movie. Oh, I just watched that and I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah, put them on the map. Have y'all seen it that? put them on the map. That's it a great it, flick. Yeah. And that's a classic. It's an old, old movie. I saw someone talk about it and I was like, I'm going to watch this. And it was, it was actually very heartwarming. Listen, it good, received, it's a different kind of romantic movie because he's dating a mannequin or, or blood now we know you're tight. Got it. Got it. That's an excellent green light. Excellent. Um, okay. Well, Kelly, thank you so much. You did incredibly well. Uh, you probably Yay! won it. We'll find that out later, but I feel very self-assured about that. Um, but thank you're you welcome back much. anytime. Thank uh, and thank you for uh, spending some time with us here. Well, you're very kind to have me. Thank you so much. <laughs> Every spring, I'm reminded that there's nothing like a fresh start in spring cleaning. This year, we're taking things one step further with our spring refresh at the McCoy house. Sure, it's been a lot of work to get here, but we're all so excited to settle into our new space. If you've ever moved before, you know there's nothing like the first night in a new room and the difference that soft, breathable, all new bedding can make. Bowl and branches signature sheets are the perfect way to start upgrading your sleep and are designed to feel incredible for all sleepers. They're made with the finest 100% organic cotton and feel incredible on night one, yet they still get softer with every single wash. Bowl and Branch very kindly sent us a code to try out their sheets and I, and by I, I mean my wife Ashley, picked the signature hemmed sheet set in cream. We both were so impressed that the quality and softness were so good and so nice. They were super breathable, which I'm also thankful for with summer just around the corner. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bull and Branch. Go to bullandbranch.com slash podcast for 15% off your first sheet set plus free shipping. That's Bull and Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com slash podcast for 15% off. Exclusion supply. See site for details. Okay, so we had to say goodbye to Kelly uh, to respect her schedule. She's the best. She's really, she's really, honestly, way too pure for us. Um, so I feel a little bad. <laughs> I know that she's we, so cute. We she had her. her little matching headband with her cute little sweater with its puffy sleeve. She was yeah. adorable. She's and just... then we ruined it by, and by we I mean all of us. All of us ruined it. Mm, not did just we? One of us. Did we? Did we though? <laughs> the 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 blame pie feels uh, segmented largely in your direction. I would say. Listen, listen. We have a good time here. Look, and I'm sure her parents will listen and love it. I think her dad just plants churches all over the world. It's wow. going to be great. It's going to be. She's a preacher's kid. So yeah. He's going to love that. He's going to love it. Back. Uh, right. Jamie, do you have any other also rans? You know, I, I had a little quick note of um, anytime a best friend screams at your love interest. Oh, yeah. You know who's like, don't you dare hurt her. Yeah. Like, you know what my friends would do? They'd be like, please take her. Please take her and keep her and yeah. let her not keep texting us all day. Do you know what I, I mean? There's I always like the, if you hurt her, I'll kill you. Like that, that's a, like the staple. I love that. Because that my, my friends would not do that. They would be like, finally, God. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, put her just in keep an open mind. You know, just keep an open mind with her, right? Yeah, Like, exactly. just like, accept all of, her, all of her flaws. Did you have some also rants? Um, I had, uh, you mentioned Ferris wheel. I like the Ferris wheel smooch after getting stuck, oh, stuck yes. at the top. Uh, because we're to rely on a carny to make sure that happens, that uh, emotional romantic moment happens. Carney who has seen some things. Seen a lot of things. Done a lot of things. That's right. Done yeah, a lot of in things. That, in that Ferris wheel car that you're in. Yeah. Anyone who thinks it's romantic to do a scavenger hunt in any capacity at, oh, at I all. I love a scavenger hunt. <laughs> no, scavenger hunts are fun. Why are, we, why are we making work? Why are we making work for our loved ones? No, it's not I work. We it's like, look work. how well I know you. And like, I love a, I love a little hide and seek. You know, it's if I hadn't sexy. been born like in the, the, the uh, belt of the Bible buckle, um, I would have run from evangelical Christianity because when the youth groups would be like, now find a stranger at Lowe's and ask them, what's the weather? And you could check the box. They'd be like, Jesus, not for me. For those reasons, I Jesus am out. Jesus is not for me. Trying some other Jesus things. Jesus would never Thank ask you. me to do this. This is Jesus, ridiculous. Jesus would not ask you to do that. That's actually um, I, I, I also like the, the Hezzy Hay romantic move of like, I just got something real small. Uh, you know, I just... I know we're trying to like, you know, uh, watch the budget this year. So it's not even that much, just something a little thoughtful, but it's a gigantic gift. 
You know, it's the yeah. big gift. Actually, I was like that move. That's a it's good the move. it's the Tiffany's. I I got them to open Tiffany's so you can pick out your engagement mm, ring. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. What about when? What about when in a heterosexual relationship the woman puts on the man's button down as pajamas? Oh yeah, yeah. people love that. Listen, don't wear your street clothes in bed. That's disgusting. It's disgusting. Yeah. I always thought that she would pick out like a fresh one. Like a flannel, like a fresh flannel. Oh, you like can't wear an Oxford. Hot. But listen, I'm not wearing, listen, chafing on your nipples. Well, yeah. And I can't Annie, I why'd you point starch. at your back when you said nipples? I'm, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm curious. My boobs down here. Well, my, listen, I'm older now. My boobs wow. are Wow. <laughs> third love can only do so much. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, third love. What do you guys think about uh, uh, romantic coupons for use later? <laughs> <laughs> That's the meanest, most hateful thing that you can <laughs> that give a person. That is a terrible present. It's just the Coach worst Knox present. tip here: in a romantic, in a heightened romantic situation, just try to avoid coupons at all cost. Even if you did get like the couple's foot rub on a Groupon, you don't have to mention it. And you, you know what's crazy? We're recording this on my parents' fifty third wedding anniversary, and I promise you, my dad gave my mom a coupon. <laughs> and not only did he give her a coupon, it's a coupon book of the things he already does. All the time anyway. Okay. Break the leaves. <laughs> yeah. Wash the dishes. Walk the dog. Yeah. And and she'll be like, oh, honey, thank you. Yeah. He's so like, don't sweet. forget, these are special gifts I'm giving you all the time, basically. Yeah, Every day is right. Valentine's that's right. Day. That's right. And your anniversary. Um, Okay. Well, I think that's basically it on romantic cliches. If you have thoughts and opinions on our thoughts and opinions, please let us know. Noxionamic.com slash 492. All right, Jamie, you want to do some lights? <gasps> Let's do some lights. What is your red light this week? Okay, my red light this week is, let's just acknowledge the elephant in the room. We're all thinking about it, is that it's President's Day next week. Look, can we, most presidents are mediocre at best. I would say in an annual performance review, about half would land solidly in meets expectations. Mm. And then all of the rest, maybe minus three, would be in does not meet expectations. Do you know what I mean? Um, Washington, Lincoln, obviously, FDR, maybe, right? Uh, it was that but your top three. Oh, don't put this on me. You okay. started down this road. Well, I want to hear I will, your I will own it because yeah. listen, Daniel Day-Lewis and, of course, the Broadway show Hamilton is the best press that a couple of those have. Eleanor yeah. kind of ruined it for FDR. No matter. What I do you think about like, American president with Michael Douglas like bringing in oh, some strange to get it in with? Great segue. Thank you. I would like to propose a new focus okay. on this federal holiday. So in the year of our Lord, 2023, I will be celebrating the following Presidents, not the one you just mentioned. He did not make the cut. I'm so sorry. Okay. Okay. So first of all, I want the essence of, I want a presidential essence. What we think presidents were like, right? We have the very fond, like, they were great. No, they weren't. But you know who was great? Josiah Judd Bartlett from the West Wing. Earnest, good hearted, knows a lot of random White House facts off the cuff. I bet you Joe Biden doesn't know any random things about the West Wing or the East Wing. He doesn't know anything. He's like... What? Man? I'm going to be honest. I don't think the last 10 would could tell you anything sure. about that building. You know what I mean? Let me, let me spin zone you. Do you think uh, Jed Bartlett, I feel like he, he would step into something. He would do like the, I don't want to trust Pfizer. You know, he'd go the Zachary Levi route. No. Or he maybe he'd do I'll the like you. cancel culture is like we need to do away with that. Just something like he's a little oblivious to and he, he actually like steps in. You know what most controversial thing he did in his reign? Hmm. He smoked a cigarette inside the cathedral and yeah. put it out on the floor. That was the most controversial thing that he did. Yeah. And he was great. Second essence of a president is what I think is sorely lacking in the office of the presidency. I know that you might guess that it's integrity, but it's also piping hotness. So I would like hmm. President Fitzgerald Thomas Grant III from Scandal. If you want me to watch the State of the Union, I'm going to yeah. need a thirst trap at the podium. And let me okay. tell you, none of those three that I stared at during that that State of the Union Earlier this month, none of them were I like, man, that's a hot person. No. Sure. No hot people. Okay. And finally, obviously, what's the modern presidency actually is? What is it? And you might guess integrity. You're still wrong. This time, we are talking about the combined powers of chaos and calamity, best represented by President Selena Meyer from Veep. That's who, those are my three presidents. Okay. So when I celebrate President's Day, it will be for Jed and for Tommy and for Selena. Just a little cleanup. President's- God bless America. President says not next week. This is February eighth. Truth, uh, I'm speaking truth Again, to power here. Why we are, we are can't in, just past present tense? Why, I'm talking to the people in the future. They're just listening fact, in fact the future. Check. Because Jamie, we you. just talked about this. I know. We just said like, what if you, Aaron? I think see, Aaron said you leaned this. into this because you literally can't think think it through enough to be like, I know. Lean what into it, is. Jamie. I'm I'm free falling through it. I can't help it. This is just gravity. Okay, I can't navigate time. Okay, so what's your future red light? No, Aaron said, what if? 
sensitive. What if Rihanna like explodes during the Super Bowl? Aaron what if she saying, What if heaven? Rihanna has a heart attack during? Yeah. she's like, what if Rihanna's dead and y'all are not talking about that she's dead? I don't want. And people to came. Be. People came to like our lights to be like, I'm sure Jamie or Knox or both both red lit the fact that Rihanna died or whatever. And here we are talking about fictional presidents and what I'm about to talk about. I just feel like it's, it's a uh, transparency that we need. Well, and here. also to be fair to the listeners, we have never read, we have never given a red light to anyone's death. Like we've always been like, that's how life works. Sometimes you die. Uh, well, you know, uh, I'll let you stand alone on that Island. Uh, <laughs> But, okay, but what's yeah. your red light? What's your red light? My uh, red light are the allegations that Jonah Hill and Lauren London's kiss at the end of You People was CGI'd. Uh, and if you don't know, You People is the Eddie Murphy, Jonah Hill, Kenny Bears uh, movie that Netflix wants to gaslight you about into believing it's a good movie by keeping it in the top 10 of movies watched in the U.S. <laughs> That's not true. Uh, but And, and um, the reason I'm bringing this up is because during an interview recently, Andrew Schultz, who's a person who was in the movie, evidently, uh, he said, here, here's his quote. He says, I'm there. I'm watching the wedding. I see them going for the kiss and their faces stop like this far. And I'm like, I wonder how that's going to play in the movie. Oh, they're probably just going to cut right there. But in the movie, you can see their faces come close and then you can see their faces morph a little bit into a fake kiss. This is scandalized. This has scandalized me. I don't know what to do with this news. A couple of things. Listen, here is the first of all, this actor who's the co-star, he has his uh-huh. own podcast. This is why you don't hire podcasters to act in your films because they're going to talk about it. They're going to spill all the tea. If they do like Babe Pig in the City 4, I want to be in that movie. And I don't I know like you do, what you're But you're going to talk about the pigs, the CGI pigs, the whole time when you come back to the podcast. I was right? like, those freaking pigs don't talk. Okay. I'm sorry to spoil this for people, but they don't Listen, talk. Listen, can I tell you the weakest part of that movie? is their, they, It is their chemistry. So I believe wholeheartedly they didn't kiss. Like, I believe I, it. They had I believe it too. I went chemistry. I watched it and fast forwarded it. And I believe Andrew Schultz because like when they do smooch, there's not a lot of like lip dynam- dynamism or whatever. And there's like some confetti that kind of obscures what's going right? on there. Yes. So it does feel CGI'd. And I think that's what I'm uh, red lighting. Because back in my day, Jamie, like people kiss with their faces and their tongues and their lips. But now we're using like green bodysuits and ping pong balls to kiss. Like this used to be a country <laughs> dedicated to the land of the free, home right. of the brave. Freedom to play tonsil hockey with another consenting adult. But I just – I think this makes sense given the current state of affairs. AI AI is doing our art. It's doing our writing. So it makes sense it's going to start doing our makeouts too. So I just – I don't like this. I don't like this at all. It's an unfortunate thing. Also, did you know that Lauren London, that she has two kids and they're named uh, Cameron and Cross with the Ks? I hate that, I think. I think I do hate that. (laughs) I think I I do do hate that. I love it. I love it so much. You know, I I think what I would like to propose is obviously like red light to CGI smooches. But I, I, I want to propose like a bill of rights for moviegoers because did you see recently there's like senators or like uh, people on airplanes should have rights, you know, and like they should have like baseline, like United kind of Airlines can't just do like the suck it to passengers and be like, guess what? You don't get to fly or guess what? Like you're abandoned here in Toronto forever. Like just like if you if you sell their ticket, you owe them X amount of money, just like some basic stuff, which okay. I'm kind of into. I feel like we should move that to moviegoers like rights. Like we should get some legislation going. And I jotted down a couple of things I want to include on that. Oh, okay. Let's go. Number one, First Amendment or Bill of Right or however government works. Um, Nicole Kidman has to remind us before every movie. Heartbreak feels good in a place like this. I think that's important. You know? So even if you're us. not in an AMC theater, if you're just watching Cinemax at your house, yeah. it should still have Nicole Kidman at the top. 100%. If it's Got a it. porno theater, I think she should still say that. I just think <laughs> let's let's just have some standards for God's sake. Yeah, I like it. Um, Preview trailers can't exceed nine minutes, 59 seconds. We don't need 25 minutes of previews. We We've don't. got the internet and YouTube. Guys, you know? why are there so many? You're not even making money off of the trailers. Like, it's not like a commercial that makes they no pay sense. for. Maybe they makes pay no for sense. the trailers, That's to be fair. Uh, movies are, requ- are required to disclose which scenes are improv, which scenes have body doubles, which scenes have stunt doubles, and what in a scene is CGI. Like in like real time, like that. a pop-up bubble? Like uh, No, no. I feel no. like maybe it's like a like a tight pamphlet, like a one-sheet. Or maybe like a like a oh. truth in movie making website that we go to and we could look it up like IMDb. Okay, so you're wanting Austin at the AMC Theater in the backwoods country roads of Alabama uh-huh. to print out on his HP printer yeah. all of the body doubles in this film that you're watching. Just a one sheet. I mean, they're standing there at the doorway anyways. Right. Waiting for you to leave so they can clean up. Might as well have something like let's like make it more efficient. So you know, pamphlets. let's give them something to do. We need more pamphlets. I yeah. think we do. I mean, okay, fair, listen, fair. who who out there is like, I, I, I couldn't use a pamphlet because well, back again, back in my day, back in America's good day, we had pamphlets, people so are, writing pamphlets. Are you leaving Puss in Boots, uh, Colin, my last wish? 
going, yeah. who was real and who wasn't? Like, is that yeah, what I mean, these are the questions you're asking yourself? Maybe my kids were. Maybe my kids were like, that's real. I'm like, hey, there's not super cool cats who do like awesome <laughs> fighting. Okay. That's not real. And they need to know that. You don't, and then lastly, you're not on the right side of TikTok or you would see all those cats. If if your slushy machine is broken or undergoing maintenance, like it always is, okay, looking at you, AMC, looking at your cherry flavored <laughs> slush, all drinks are free, okay? Let's get that fixed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe I want to make fair. a cherry Coke slush, but it's always under maintenance, so I have to do a Coke slush, and I want to do that. I think there needs to be some integrity with our movies. But, uh, so, these are very valid concerns. I submit yes. this to everyone for their consideration. Yes. Um, what's your green light this week, Jamie? Okay, my green light this week is a very short TV show that you are going to love, which is called Kunk on Earth. It's on Netflix. There are five episodes. They're half an hour each. This is a British mockumentary. It was produced by Charlie Brooker. Guys, Charlie Brooker of Greenlight alumni fame. He is the creator of Black Mirror. And he made this because he saw the actress that plays Philomena Kunk, our protagonist. And he thought she was so deadpan. He'd never seen anybody as deadpan as her. So they built this kind of mockumentary where she travels around the world interviewing real world experts about world history. But y'all, this is a deadpan absurdity. Like there's a moment where she is like, one of the reasons we still know about the Romans today is Wikipedia. So you have to get in the right mindset for this because it's going to tick you off. If like, this would make Chuck, my dad, so mad, the show. Yeah. Because he'd be like, this isn't funny. This isn't funny. But it is a delight. Aaron's been watching it at lunch. Aaron, you love it? I love it. It's so funny. It is. Okay, say do the, you have a better the, example than the Wikipedia line? Because I did not. Like, I, I wasn't like LOL. Aaron, I wasn't do the one about baby Jesus. Because the second episode is about faith. It, okay. Uh, so it's bold. Do that. She does this bit where she's like, hey, uh, just so you know, uh, we know that Jesus was the son of God because he was born with a fiery ring around his head, like a halo. Um, which probably set fire to all the hay and pubes as he came out. And then she like looks at the camera and she says, don't worry, I'm doing Islam later. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Man, that was a yeah. late, that was a late bloomer uh, for me, you know? Okay. So it's on Netflix. It's very short and sweet. And it's, it's the second episode is worth it. Even if you just skip straight to, you don't have to watch an order. You can watch the second episode on faith. It is a delight. So. Uh, my green light this week is uh, a reality TV show. You know, that's just not doing The Bachelor. There's a reality TV sized uh, hole in my heart. And I was like, man, I got I just got to fill this hole with something. And uh, uh, it, I, I ended up with The Traders on Peacock. And this is easily probably my second favorite reality TV show, uh, only second to Survivor. Oh, wow. Because it's a murder mystery game. And my kids tell me this is like, uh, I think Werewolf or Mafia or Among Us. It's like same kind of vein. I've never played those games, so I don't know. I think it's um, Mafia, right? I think it's Mafia. Yeah. I, so I think someone said that, but it takes place at an ancient Scottish cast, uh, Scottish castle. It's hosted by a super overqualified Alan Cumming, um, who was just like chewing up scenery. Okay, and he like his outfits in this uh, show are ridiculous. And I found out that's all his own. He was like, hey, wardrobe, not necessarily. Love your boy's it. gotcha. So yes. he just like comes to play every single time. Uh, it's a uh, it's revolves around a prize of $250,000 for the winners. And contestants are split into two different groups. The majority are the faithful and there are three secret traders um, who are trying to sabotage the votes in the proceedings. And if all the traders are voted out, the remaining faithful take the uh, prize money. But if there are any traders left, all uh, the traders remaining split the prize money. And the genius of this show is that it mixes pretty decent and qualified and reasonable normals among reality TV uh, veteran like savants Ooh. like Brandy Glanville, like uh, Suri and Stephanie from Survivor, and the piece de resistance is Ari uh, from The Bachelor. Uh, Ari! Features on this. And he is uh, charting his trajectory was maybe the greatest moment of my life because the ending of this uh, TV show, it, it, it really pays off. But Ari is exactly who he thought he was. And the way his storyline resolves, it was just like maybe the – top five greatest moment of my life to be oh, able to wow, see that. wow. That's high yeah. praise. That's yeah. high praise. Listen, I looked at my son. I was like, this is why Survivor is the better show than The Bachelor. That's fair. Just given that exchange that we just witnessed together. You know, I saw Alan coming because he's doing a lot of press about the show. And I saw him tell a story about how he had a tort affair when he was young with a young yeah. man that he had met. And they ended up after two weeks getting each other's names tattooed to the right of their diglet. Okay. Okay. And then he said – a few months later, he was like, they were broken up and he had it lasered off. Like he oh, was wow. like, got to get rid of that tattoo. And then he said, but then we hooked up again years later 
And we were like, it's still Torrid Affair. And then when he, you know, got to business, he realized his name had become Balance. Well, okay, okay. <laughs> On, Which is obviously the word you put next to your diglet. <laughs> I do want to understand uh, next to the diglet is that are you talking sackage or in the sack or in the inner thigh? Like where exactly are talking about? Inner thigh. Which mm, I think is equally painful. Like that. I mean, I don't know about them. Yeah, I don't know about your because you have a lot of tattoos. Is that what you're drafting off? Well, I also code? don't have any sackage, so I that's don't true. Know. You, you don't. know what I mean? Oh, I don't oh know I'm if sorry. That hurts. You were you were presenting to me that it's more painful to get a tattoo on an inner thigh than it is a scrotum. Is that what I you were mean, saying? I, I didn't realize. I don't that. know anything about the scroti, so I don't well, know. Yeah, Alan coming in the show, it feels like he's trying to have an affair with somebody, but like it's not clear who. But the the main note I had about him was he feels like if Pee Wee Herman was like in the Cruel Intentions universe, like that's who Alan Cumming is, <laughs> and it's perfect. Random. It's re- but it is like you'll never be able to unsee that. Brilliant comparison that you've ever done in the history of our entire show. I don't I don't know I don't it know is. but it's just and, true. You know, kudos to, listen to that guy who got Alan tattooed next to his diglet. Yep. Real missed opportunity when Alan's last name is what it is. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Balance is a good improv- improvisation, though. I'll, that is. I'll, I'll, like, we'll you make it that. work. You make it work. Um, okay. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. And if you're going to remember anytime you're doing shopping on Amazon, make sure you go to Amazon.com slash shop slash the podcast first. So your purchases are affiliate link. A favorite item purchased using that link this week was, Jamie, this is a book, very important book. It's called How to Talk to Your Cat About Gun Safety. Listen, it's the full title is How to Talk to Your Cat About Gun Safety and Abstinence, Drugs, Satanism, <laughs> and Other Dangers That Threaten Their Non-Lives. So this book has uh, 10,000 global ratings, 4.7 stars. I, listen, I the reviews are chaotic because it's a satire book. I, I don't know if you could tell that from the title, but a lot of people didn't realize it was satire and they're real ticked off. But my favorite two one-star reviews. First, I made the mistake and bought this as a gag gift for a gun-loving, cat-loving friend. This is not humor meant for a cat owner. This is a lighthearted way to get a child to read about some fairly serious topics and introduce that child to brainwashing. And then Jen gave a one-star review, and I just like the title of her review, which is Hate Speech and Propaganda Disguised Mm. as Cat Humor. Wow. Which is happening all over America, by the way. It is. We need to get on it. We need to get on it. All right, you guys. I'm Jamie Golden. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jamie B. Golden. I'm Knox McCoy. You can find me on the socials at Knox McCoy. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys.